welcome to the Executive Perspective Podcast Series from VMware. My name is Eric Nelson, and today we have on the podcast Basque Iyer, Chief Information Officer from VMware. Basque, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Great to have you on. We'd like to get started first. I think this is the first time we've had you on our executive series. So we thought we'd introduce you to our listeners and just ask you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? How long have you been at VMware in the industry? If you want to tell us a little bit about your history before you came to VMware, and then what do you do at VMware, and how long have you been here? Yeah, okay. So long story. Uh, I grew up in, uh, in south of India, one of the southernmost parts. I ran a business. I was selling refrigerators and air conditioners for a while in Bangalore. And then I came to the U.S. about 35 years ago, uh, came to study computers, you know, fell in love with the country, fell in love with my girlfriend then, my wife now. And, you know, I've been here ever since. And uh, as the technology industry grew, I, I grew from working in Cape Canaveral to doing computer integrated manufacturing. And I spent about, you know, five, ten years in GlaxoSmithKline, J&J, uh, 10 years as a group CIO for Honeywell, and then I, I decided to move to Silicon Valley about 10 years ago, and I spent some time as a CIO for uh, Juniper Networks, and I've been with VMware for a couple of years now, two years in VMware, uh, and the last year I also started working as a CIO for Dell. So uh, this is new to even me. I've never done two CIO jobs for two different companies at the same time, so once I get a chance to think about it, I'll let you know how it's going. Well, uh, clearly you've had a lot of years in the IT industry. I did spend a little time in Florida myself at NASA, so yep, a lot of years here. So one of the things that uh, you know we've seen as uh, technology continues to grow and to move forward is one of the questions we always ask our guests is, what are the significant change you've seen in the market in the last six to 12 months? So I think now we're seeing the rate of changes actually accelerating, right? So. Um, what is happening in IT is this industry is pretty young. I mean, it, I feel like I've been a, a CIO since the term CIO was invented. That's not a long time. And so the IT right. industry is still at a nascent stage. And what I'm experiencing, a lot of people are now seeing is now the change has been so exponential that six months seems to be a long time. Typically, you used to be able to do a three-year um, kind of prediction on what the future of IT would be. And now six months seems to be a long time. So in six months, I, I believe you're going to have an autonomous driving car, for example. And right, if you right. told me that a year ago, I wouldn't have, would not have believed you, right? So uh, the rate of change is probably the most significant change I've seen. And I suppose in the customer space, you, you do get exposed to a lot of customer interactions. What are you seeing in the customer space in the last six months? Yeah, I think previously uh, the CEOs used to kind of worry about IT. I mean, they used to think, hey, my CIO, my IT department seems to be spending a lot of money, and I don't know where the money is going. It seems to be a rat hole, et cetera. The last six months have been, they want to know if they are being Uberized, right? They are they're worried about this, this thing called digital transformation. They are worried if their IT departments are doing enough. Um, so most people feel comfortable that the IT department is doing their, what they were hired to do, which is running operations, running the data centers, running email, doing the apps, and so on. But what they are worried about is, are we doing enough to actually transform the business? And everybody seems to be worried, including Uber, about being Uberized, if you know what I mean. 
Right. I mean, the, the enterprise is abuzz with the idea of digital, digital transformation. You're spot on. I've seen that, too. Um, and the, and the, the phrase is wi- widely used. It's broadly used. And you know, it's hard to sometimes pin it down. In social media where we live, digital is completely different from probably the enterprise digital. Uh, what does it mean to you? Yeah, first, is I don't get too carried away by the terms because 2000, my title was VP of Digitization for Honeywell. So the digitization is not a new word. I mean, in 2000, um, GE, Jack Welch talked about digital, digital works or digital transformation. So sometimes it comes back. But here there are two things happening. One is the, the, the kind of stuff that IT is doing, the modernization of IT, which is thinking of cloud mobile uh, mainly, right? But then there's the whole, what can we do to the business with, with just digital transformation? And, the exa- and people are thinking through it. Um, for example, let's just take the Uber example. We thought it was a great idea. Uh, you come up with an app and you make anybody with a car you know, become a taxi driver, more or less. Great idea. But look what's happening. There are 30 companies now which write an app, including Lyft, which just pretty much take the same car and now can offer another service. So. So quickly with an IT, your business is being you know, uh, transformed. So I think that is what people are looking at. People are thinking, um, what is going to happen to the insurance business? What's going to happen to um, software selling? What's going to happen to um, you know, routine business like banking? All of them are concerned, worried uh, about all these upstarts thinking of a way to disrupt their business. So to me, digital transformation is uh, more like how can you um, disrupt somebody's business using technology. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And to some degree, I know we've talked to people about the idea of how do we internally disrupt ourselves before somebody else disrupts us, right? So have, have you kind of, kind of guys put together some strategies on how to, in your own organization to foster disruption yourselves before a competitor does it to you? Yeah, we actually use the term, you know, I've asked the teams to say, uh, in in Dell uh, digital teams, I said, hey, how will you do a Dell kill Dell strategy? Right, it sounds a little uh, bad, but but it's better right. for us to think about because I'm sure somebody else is thinking about it. In VMware, you know, we you know we always challenge ourselves to say, if you were a, a startup, you know, if you had a millennial, a couple of millennials sitting and starting up, how would you kill a VMware? And we have constant discussions on it, right? And and um, um, you know, the other one is to be pretty humble about it. You know, I don't think we have the answers. You know, you have, you have to be paranoid because I, I believe only the paranoid would survive. Right. right. There's some misconceptions. Do you guys, do you ever, you know, see common misconceptions? And, and how do you dispel these misconceptions when you're talking about digital? I think the first thing is people think of it as complete, you know, some com- completely new, something, you know, so people always say throw all the stuff that you have and go completely digital. I don't think that can be done. Um, I, I also seen companies which say let's leave IT the way it is and let's go com- create a completely new digital. Uh, there's no such thing. You know, you have to bridge the, the old with the new. So if you forget about operations, you forget about how your back office works and, you, you know, don't pay attention to infrastructure, you can't get digital. So. One of the most, um, the biggest misconception we have is, is pretty much leave the current system the way it is and then go to something new. And I found that unless you have the details of the operations and back office and how things things work today, it's tough to jump, you know, to a to a complete new future. Unless you are a startup, you know, and most of us are, you know, are a legacy company. We're not startups. 
That's right. We have lots of brownfield along with a few sure. greenfield opportunities, right? Sure. All right. A lot of innovation happening, right, between VR, AR, AI, uh, self-driving cars, smart cities, just to name a few. What are you most excited about when it comes to the technology innovation and why? Well, I think uh, autonomous driving cars, I am excited. You know, like I told you, I thought it would not happen. Uh, and I think the whole car industry is going to be changed. Uh, so we are all going to be driving or be driven by autonomous cars. I, I, you know, even if you asked me six months ago, I would have said that's not going to happen. So that I'm excited about. And this whole thing, uh, I, you know, people call it IoT, the connected things, um, is truly you know, going to explode. Uh, it's going to create a lot of headaches, and it's going to create a lot of opportunities. So those two, uh, I really see it as very real and near term. Right? There are a lot of other uh, buzzwords we are hearing, but uh, IoT is just starting, and you're going to find a lot more applications of IoT in enterprise, not just consumer. Nice. All right. I know you're going to be at VMworld. Uh, a lot of us are going to be there. Uh, one of the things I'm excited about is Alexa. There's going to be a hackathon, and Alexa is actually now controlling VMs. You can use Alexa to offer uh, spin-up commands to control VMs. And I know we're going to do some hackathons around that. Are you doing anything interesting at VMworld this year? Yeah, we are running a whole session called uh, Digital Transformation. You ask the question, what is it? How do you do it? What are we doing internally, etc.? So a whole myself and my IT team and a few others in conjunction with marketing, we're running a whole track on digital transformation just to talk about what are we doing internally. And then a lot of it is just practical examples of how do you build a private cloud? How do you mobile enable your, your, uh, your enterprise? And you know, how can you build consumer quality uh, but enterprise-grade mobile applications? So a lot of exciting. And, and a, lot of, a lot of questions on leadership. You know, one thing you shouldn't mistake is you need, you know, you need a different kind of leadership uh, to handle through this phase of digital transformation. So we're going to talk a lot about leadership, what kind of IT teams you need, how do you manage them, how do you manage millennials, et cetera. Yeah, we did absolutely see that this year at VMworld, there's going to be some good leadership tracks that are going on. They're doing these mini keynotes that are going to happen, gen sessions. I forget the name of them, but a lot of, uh, a lot of leadership track going on. So uh, happy to have you guys there. That's going to be interesting. Switching gears for a moment, we'll ask you some kind of, kind of a little more interesting things here just from a personal perspective. If you could wave a magic wand and change one thing about the industry, what do you think it would be? I think I'm getting old, so that probably explains the answer, is uh, we all keep talking about we're changing the world, and all we seem to focus generally is how, how to make the quarter or make money. If I had a magic wand, I would, I would make sure that the companies focus a lot more on service and, and community and, and environment and so on. I mean, VMware is a classic example of where we do a lot of things, but Silicon Valley as a whole can do a heck of a lot more. So that's one thing I would do. Next question, what worry keeps you up at night? Absolutely nothing. I mean, I sleep like a log. <laughs> Either I have nothing on my conscience or I don't have any conscience. I don't know which one is true. Um, but basically, you know, you come in and give you 100%. You do all you can. And, and I've been doing this for 25 plus years. Uh, and you do the best you can every day, and that's it. And then when I hit the, hit the pillow, I'm... I'm out. That, that's the right answer for CIO because if you actually let your worries actually keep you up at night, you would never get any sleep, right? That's so right. That's the case. Um, what, may, what motivates you to get up in the morning? I think it's a team that I have and uh, also 
the fact is, especially a company like Dell and, and uh, uh, VMware, we, we make a lot of relevant software, a lot of very relevant things that changes people's lives. So I think, um, I think those two things I feel really excited about. And look at our campus. Look at VMware. How can you not want to come to work? I love the coffee here. I love walking around. Well, you know, why would I stay home? That's right. We have been voted the, one of the best campuses to work in the U.S. So there you go. One last question before we let you go, because I know you're busy. What's the most interesting thing you've read or watched lately? So I've been reading about Les Paul, the inventor of electric guitar. And uh, it's interesting how he kind of sold the concepts. You know, we are training our IT folks into something called pretotyping, which is pretending that the product is already there. And we had a guy from Google called Alberto Savio who's written a book on that, come and talk about pretotyping. But what Les Paul did was, um, you know, he, he, he wanted to show how overdubbing works, so which, which was before you had all the special studios and garage bands and so on. So right. apparently his wife, was, I think was called Mary, and he got his sister, and, and uh, said Mary's going to sing a song. He made her sing. And then in the background, he made uh, his sister sing the chorus. And he said, my magic box is going to make you know, this chorus sounds and so on. So he just faked the whole thing. People loved it, and everybody wanted to buy the box. So then he started saying, oh, I can make money selling this box. And he started building the box that does the overdubbing, the Les Paul magic. So I thought, wow, how clever. You know, he was able to pretotype, pretendotype, get some uh, audience participation, and kind of knew he could make money and started inventing. And, you know, actually invented the electric guitar. So very, very creative uh, all-American guy. Um, found it very really cool. Yeah. Very good. Bass Geyer, Chief Information Officer from VMware. Thanks for coming and being on our show. Really good to get to know you, and I hope everybody that's listening enjoys getting to know you and comes up and says hello at VMworld. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.